Hey, I'm Ashley McGee. I'm a health coach, military officer, and military spouse. I'm passionate about helping military women live their happiest and most abundant lives by improving their health. If you're looking for actionable tips and tricks to get healthier while balancing your hectic life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. Welcome to your 2021 goal setting workshop. I am super excited to be doing this. This is actually the first goal setting workshop I've ever done. I've obviously helped clients one-on-one with goal setting. I do my own goal setting every year, but I've never actually led a workshop. So I'm super excited about this. Um, And what we're going to go through today is essentially breaking down three different parts to goal setting. Um, And I think all of them are extremely important. So I hope you have a notepad ready. Um, Be prepared to be writing because I'm definitely going to be giving you some prompts to think about and reflect on. We won't necessarily get through. um, In fact, I, I hope you don't get through everything that you want to Um, write down and reflect on in this session because I do think that it's really valuable to take that time privately to reflect as well. Um, I am monitoring the chat too. So if you have any questions and you don't want to come off of mute, um, you can definitely put them in the chat and I'll make sure I answer them to the best of my ability. But you can also always come off mute. This is meant to be interactive um, as we go through this, right? Because it is, it's it's a, a deep process. So I mentioned that we have basically three components, right? Three sections that we're going to go through. The first piece is reflect. The second one will be dream. And the third one will be plan. So really, we don't even get to actual goal setting until the third section. But I don't want you to discount this beginning part. So reflection and and making sure that we look at the previous year, what worked, what didn't work, is really essential to goal setting properly. Because if you don't assess where you're, then you're just, you're not going to be able to accurately goal set for the next year. You're not going to really be able to move forward because you don't know where you're starting from. Does that make sense? Yes. Awesome. So reflection. So I'm going to give you some questions that I want you to write down um, and I want you to think about. And I actually just did this going through uh, James Wedmore did. He's a a business coach type um, and he did a goal setting for business owners. So I went through his and these were some of his questions and I just, they're phenomenal. Um, Really, really great to, to dig in and ask that question. So, and, and at the end of the day, like, we know that 2020 was not the year that we expected, right? It wasn't the year we expected. Um, it created a lot of new challenges for all of us, um, you know. And I'll be the first to admit, like I still had a lot of privilege this year, right? Like I had a, I had job security. I was just kind of working from home, in my sweatpants. Uh, you know, I don't have kids yet, so um, I, I had a lot of privilege. But at the same time, we all dealt with struggle. We all dealt with growth um, and and things being different and unexpected. But within that, you know, there are things that happened this year that that went well. There are always things to be grateful for. So that's why this reflection is also really, really important to give yourself a holistic view of what the past year was. 
So um, the first question I want you to think about is, you know, what worked in my life last year? What worked in 2020? Um, you know, what are what are things that I enjoyed? Did you pick up a new hobby that's brought you a lot of joy? Did you reconnect with um, people in your life that maybe you didn't have as strong of a relationship and you strengthened that rela- relationship? Um, you know, maybe you did something you're really proud of at work or you, you know, started a, a workout program, something like that. I want you to think about those things that you not only that not only worked in 2020, but that you want to continue into this next year. And then of course you have the flip side of that, right? So what didn't work? What were barriers that kept you from showing up as the person that you want to be every single day? What habits did you create that you aren't necessarily happy with? I think a lot of people probably started the kind of emotional snacking habit this year. So maybe that's one, right? Um, Or even just like not (laughs) habits that come from not leaving your house. Uh, My husband was giving me some grief (laughs) last night, actually. He's like, you need to leave the house. Like, I'm starting to worry about you. I'm like, I'm fine. But, (laughs) you know, thinking about what, not only what didn't work, right? But like, what do I not want to do anymore? Is there something, anything that happened in 2020 where you're like, okay, yeah, I got through that. But like, that is not a behavior I want to continue. Or that's not something that I want to allow to continue my life. And also that can be relationships. So if you have a friend or a family member that's toxic um, or, you know, just creating a lot of drama, you know, is, is that someone that you need to spend less time with that you need to pull away from questions like that? There is, and I don't know if it's pop culture, I don't know what it is, but there is this kind of expectation in our society, right? Where like the calendar flips over and everything is just magic, <laughs> like everything's different. Um, and obviously that's not how life works, right? But mm. That is one of the reasons why goal setting is so beneficial and helpful is because it, it helps realign you and and get that motivation back, right? Where you are crystal clear on what you're working towards. It it helps focus your priorities, your motivation, all that good stuff. So it's that's a really good point to bring up too. I love it. Um, okay. So you have been brainstorming about what worked and what didn't work in 2020. Now, thinking about things that happened in your life in 2020, what did you learn from those experiences? Uh, You may have heard me say before, uh, my definition of success is learning and growth. And we are constantly learning and growing. The fact that you're on this call shows that you're interested in continuing to learn and grow um, as a person, right? So look back at 2020 and ask yourself, what lessons did I learn from these experiences? What did I learn about myself? What did I learn about other people? You know, what did I learn about my habits? Uh, what I truly want in life, my, my priorities. These are all huge questions to ask yourself. And then um, from there, I want you to look at, okay, so from January 2020 to December 31st, 2020, what changed? 
<laughs> and I don't want you to necessarily ex- focus on external factors, right? Like COVID changed a lot, right? But what changed in more, more like internal things in your life? So we had a lot of external factors, but how did that change your thinking? How did it change your habits, right? And, and there, you're probably going to have some overlap in answering these questions, right? And that's okay. Ultimately, they're, they're prompts to get you to brainstorm and, and get more and more ideas to come to mind. So it's okay if there's overlap. Life in COVID has changed our society dramatically. But what, how has that impacted your life directly? On the other side of that, what hasn't changed? What stayed the same? And this is a really interesting question that I think people forget. But it's so important. because. So many people stay stuck. They make New Year's resolutions every year, right? They have goals, but they never seem to make forward progress. They just, they stay stuck. I have such a hard time saying that. Um, And I think a part of that is they're not looking at their life to see what is staying the same year to year. What isn't changing? Because if you want to live a different life, if you want to show up as a different person, you have to change. But change usually makes us uncomfortable. But the most growth is at the place of where you're the most uncomfortable, right? So all good questions to ask yourself. So then the last question I kind of have for you as far as reflection is who were you? last January? And who are you now? And, you know, look at yourself holistically, but I also don't want you to judge yourself. I I want you to, to kind of go like out of body bird's eye thinking about, okay, what, like, where, where was I at? Where was my headspace? Um, what, what were things that I was afraid of? What were, what are things that I was holding on to that weren't serving me? You know, things like things that came up in my own reflection with this was things like fear, guilt, loneliness. You know, I, my, my business completely transformed in 2020. So (laughs) where I was at at the beginning of 2020 to, to where I'm at now, um, is huge, huge, vastly different. But so much of my changes were from mindset, letting go of, you know, bad money mindset stuff, letting go of imposter syndrome and and second guessing whether or not I could actually help people, right? Like this is stuff that I was dealing with, but I don't, I don't judge myself for it. And I don't want you to judge yourself either, right? And even if now here in January, 2021, you're saying, okay, yeah, like things have changed. I'm, I'm assessing where I'm at. I'm not necessarily where I want to be. That's okay, right? Like that's why we make goals. Um, that, that's why we do this. And everyone has a starting point. Everyone has their journey. So it's, it's okay to be where you're at, but again, assessing where you were and where you're at now to see what's changed, what's different and really focusing on, okay, here's the things that I want to continue carrying through. Here's the lessons from 2020. I want to carry forward. For me, a big one was kindness and, you know, really focusing on how I can help people even at a, like a small level, right? With COVID and small businesses, I'm like, hey, like 
I'm going to order takeout, not because I can't cook for myself, but because I want to support this small business that's struggling. And that's one of those lessons that I want to take forward in my life in 2021, being conscious about how I use my spending power and how, and how I support um, businesses, organizations, and, and what those businesses and organizations stand for. That's an example of one of mine, right? You know, and then things that I, I'm letting go from 2020 are things like fear and guilt and, you know, all, all those like gross, you know, even family stuff. Right. And, and this is, you guys know me. I, (laughs) I'm a pretty open book when it comes to, uh, you know, my own growth in life. And I went to therapy this year to deal with some familial relationship stuff. Right. So, I built healthy boundaries with my family (laughs) and I'm going to hold on to those. You know, I'm going to throw out the, the issues, the shame, the guilt, all of the stuff that came with the family dynamic I had. So that was a lot. (laughs) Um, Are things coming to mind? Are you, have you had any kind of aha or light bulb moments so far? When I first went to teleworking, right? And because COVID was getting bad back in like March, I, I think I had about a week where I was like, I'm sleeping in. Like, I don't need to get up super early. I'm going to enjoy this, right? But then I, I only, like I said, I only lasted about a week before I put myself back in my normal routine. And part of that is about control. Because when life feels chaotic and it feels like everything's happening around us and we're just kind of caught up in the flow, caught up in the cycle, that's when you want to look for things that you can control. That's where health is also really interesting, right? Because we, I think a lot of times, you know, we will emotionally eat um, or binge watch TV because it's, it's helping us numb. It, it makes us feel like we have control in an uncontrollable situation, right? So what we can do is, is start to change the narrative, right? So for me, I fell back to my normal routine, which was getting up early because my best brain work is, is in the morning, like super early. I get up at like quarter after five um, and work actually my business like for a couple hours before I start my Navy work day. But, you know, workout schedule, eating, and, you know, I like, again, fully transparent. I have not necessarily eaten the best at all times during this pandemic, Um, you know, but life goes through seasons and the difference ultimately is, is our choices. So when, when your schedule feels out of control, well, what can you control? Right. And, and I know folks will say, no, Ashley, like I can't, I can't like, it's completely out of control. I'm like, well, do you have generally like mostly set work hours? Like for the most part. Okay. But what may be happening within your work day, it feels out of control. Right. So then look at the things you can do outside of that time. Right. So for example, what's your bedtime routine like? What's your morning routine like before work? Getting outside, 
walking your dog, getting that daily movement, like that is absolutely a piece of your routine and habit that I would 100% keep um, because it's doing a bunch of things that's really good for you, right? Prioritization comes in and that's why the planning piece that we're going to get through in this in this third part is going to be so important um, because when you, again, when you have a, a crystal clear vision of what you want to accomplish, you spend less time filling space with things like binge watching TV or social media or whatever. And like, I'm the first to admit, like, I very much enjoy, you know, watching a show at night with my husband before bed, right? Like that's kind of part of our routine, but that's after I've gotten all of my non-negotiables done for the day. And that's where the prioritization comes in is what are your non-negotiables and, and why? So, okay. Awesome. I'm super excited about the the conversation we just had on reflection. Again, it, it your your prioritization changed when you decided, okay, like I'm doing this, right? You suddenly found the time, nights, weekends, early mornings, whatever it may be, to fit in the things you needed to do to get your practice off the ground, you know, and and get that extra education in. That's that's huge, right? Like and that goes to fulfillment and you know your why behind why you do what you do and that's awesome i love that so uh we've we've done the first section reflect and again spend as much time as you need in in reflecting on 2020 there's there's no time limit here and i really want you to feel free and and unburdened uh when you're when you're done with that reflection. For me, I even I wrote a list of things I was letting go of and I lit it on fire. <laughs> I was safe about it. I put it in our kitchen sink, lit it on fire, and told my husband, it smells like things are burning, but everything's fine. <laughs> um, but it there there's some catharsis there too. So if you want to write down things you're letting go of, you know, going into 2020 and and set it on fire. Take a picture and tag me in it, please, because I want to see it. <laughs> okay, so let's move to the next section, which is dream. Now, um, you know, folks that have worked with me know that I am really big about dreaming, and there's a few reasons. First, I think that as adults, we forget to dream. You know, when we're kids, you have all of these exciting, like sky's the limit, all these big dreams. I want to be an astronaut, I want to be president, whatever it is, right? But then as we grow up and like life happens, we start telling ourselves these stories of what we can and cannot do. Or we get so stuck in like our, our routine, our lives, you know, like get up, go to work, come home, like feed the kid, whatever it may be, right? That you forget, you, you forget to dream. And without dreaming, without allowing that, you, you just don't end up pursuing the things that are possible. Just like Brittany was talking about, right? She's like, yeah, I, I, was I went to go work for someone else and I, it sucked. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to let myself dream a little bit and I'm going to start my own massage practice, right? So how to dream, right? Oh, yes, totally. So Brittany put in the chat, uh, one, I love C.S. Lewis. Um, uh, you are never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream, which is so true. 
So my kind of preferred method of dreaming, at least like starting that that brainstorm, right, is what I call a 99 wants list. And Brittany is probably <laughs> cringing a little bit because she's done one before. <laughs> um and uh, and Jamie, you can you can save yours. This is one of the first things you do uh, in in the start of any program, right? All of my coaching, I start here. So uh, if you do coaching with me, you start with a nine months list. But this is a list of ninety nine things that you want to have, want to be, want to do. Usually, what happens is you get to about oh twenty. 30, and then you're like, I'm out of ideas. I want no more things. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to encourage you to keep going. And and Brittany posted in the chat that it was was great. It took her about a week, right? But she's going to look back at it and tweak it. And that's awesome. And that's what I I think that your 99 wants list should be. A a living document that the changes as you change, as you grow. And it can be a variety of things, right? It can be specific health things. You know, I want to wake up in the morning with energy and without pain. I want to fit into my dress uniform <laughs> with no issues. Um, you know, I, and, and then it can be more like intrinsic things. I, I want to be a, a good mother to my children. I want to be a supportive partner to my spouse. Um, you know, I want to promote the next promotion level wherever you are. And then you can also put materialistic things on there. Y'all, I have I want a ski cabin and a beach house on my nine nine wants list. Okay. <laughs> because that's that is and it it feels audacious. It feels like you know a little bit like, oh how dare you, Ashley, want so much. But that's the fun of it. So I always say, you know, let yourself, like sky's the limit here. Let yourself really put put out those those feelers and think. And another one I love is, you know, if there was something that you wanted to learn, you know, earlier in your life or wanted to do earlier in your life that you you let go. I've had clients that were like, oh yeah, I really wanted to like learn kickboxing. And or I was doing kickboxing. I'd really love to reconnect to that. Or I've always wanted to learn how to rock climb, right? Or learn how to knit or quilt. So we can be learning a new skill set, right? So again, you know, keep working on this until you get to ninety nine, and do go back and reflect on it. But it's going to give you an opportunity to really open your mind up and think, okay, so. What is important to me? And that's actually the last piece of this is once you get to 99, I want you to look at your list for any trends that you may see. So for example, when I did my 99 wants list, and this is, I learned this from my business coach, right? Like he, he put me through it and I was like, this is awesome. I'm stealing it. <laughs> um, but when I did my, uh, 99 wants list initially, I noticed that a big trend for me was wanting time freedom and control over my schedule and my life, right? Which very in alignment with my actions in that I'm building up my business so I can get out of the Navy and do this full time. But that's, it's really important to look at that trend because if you 
feel like you haven't had direction the last couple of years or you're kind of just all over the place, looking for what is, what's a commonality in your 991 list, like that's going to highlight for you what's important to you. And when you choose action that's in alignment with what's important to you, that's where fulfillment comes in. That's where joy and happiness comes from. That's where true abundance comes from. So that's why this is such a, a fun exercise. Um, if you ever want to share your lists, I, I always love to see them. It'd be fun to even to get a string going in, in the group. So uh, that's kind of the dreaming sections. Actually, uh, kind of gave me an idea which is to see if I can get my husband to do a 991 list. <laughs> um, because we've been talking about, you know, what are things that we want to do this year that are different? Um, and he, for those of you that don't know, right? Like we've been married uh, over two years, but we did uh, about three years of distance. He just came home back in September. And so we're living together for the first time um, in our marriage. <laughs> so a lot of learning, but where it's exciting to to dream together as well. Um, yeah, and then compare the commonalities with Liz. I love that, Michelle. And he he just got home for a run, so he's probably thinking to himself, "What is she up to?" But that's fine. <laughs> so, you know, if if your goals stay the same from year to year, uh, you're doing something wrong, right? Like we want to grow, we want to push ourselves to the next level. I think another powerful piece of doing this exercise is freeing yourself from other people's expectations. So I, I had a client who, when she went through her 991s list, she put a lot of things that other people expected of her. And then we started going through it together. And I asked her, right? I was like, do, do you actually want this? And she looked at us sat back. She goes, no, not really. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a huge point is, you know, we we rarely are asked, you know, what do you actually want? And also are given the freedom to answer that question honestly. So I love that. Okay, so now we're going to go into the third part, right, which is the plan. Okay, and you may, you may, this may come out of, you know, your 991s list as you're dreaming. But I want you to kind of create a, a primary focus for the year. Now, this can be in your health. It can be personal growth, you know, uh, professionally. And, and what you can do is kind of align different aspects of your life. And I'll give you an, an example of that as we kind of get a little bit further. If you, let's, let's say, I'm going to use health as an easy example because I'm a health coach. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's say that um, you really want to get to the point where you're working out five days a week and living a healthy lifestyle, you know, eating healthy at a weight that you feel comfortable at, right? Like feeling good in your body, all that good stuff. Look at, okay, for this big kind of focus, this big overarching goal that I have, what are all the actions that I need to take in order to accomplish that kind of focus? So with the health example, right? It might be, 
hiring a coach, <laughs> um, you know, getting a meal plan, getting a workout plan. Maybe it's joining a virtual gym or buying a set of dumbbells so you have home gym equipment. You know, it could be figuring out supplements. It could be figuring out medical issues. You know, maybe you have old injuries. Maybe you think you may have something going on with your thyroid or your hormones, right? Like those are all kind of actions that could fall under that umbrella. So that's, that's one piece of it, right? And once you have kind of your, your actions laid out, I want you to break down five major moves. And this is from Brendan Burchard's High Performance Habits. Um, if you haven't read it, it is one of my favorite books of all time. I take a lot, a lot of what I do and what I teach is from him. He's amazing. And clearly, like, I just, I just have it here in, within arm's reach because I use it all the time. So, um, five major moves. So you have your overarching, what you're trying to accomplish. And the example he puts in the book is, is writing a book, right? Or getting a book published. Break down kind of five milestones that you need to get from point A to point B. And point B for you, it doesn't necessarily have to be at the end of 2021, right? It could be just happening in this year at some point. So let's say your your big goal is to run a marathon. Okay. What do you what are the the five milestones? <laughs> Mile marathon. Okay. Sorry. Just ignore my bad jokes. But <laughs> what are the five milestones you need to achieve that goal? Is it, you know, getting to the point where you're Running every day, maybe that's one. Um, you know, signing up for a race and preparing for it. You know, that's two, right? Um, and breaking breaking it down. So you have your big goal. You have your five major moves, and you know because you already wrote your actions. Which actions go lead to each milestone? See that that's how you start to kind of organize it. So that's kind of the plan. Now, from there, I want you to assign a, a time value to it. So this is where we start looking at year, six-month, and three-month goals. So by the end of the year, when we're at December 31st, 2021, what do you want to have accomplished? One example from my life, my, my big, scary, holy shit goal, like for serious, is <laughs> in 2021, I want to help. 100 people, 100 clients. That's my big scary goal is to help 100 people. Huh. Um, <laughs> so at the end of the year, what's your big scary goal? Then walk it back. Six months from now, where do you need to be in order to be on track to hit the big scary goal? If we're doing exact math, in my case, it'd be, you know, in June, by the end of June, I've helped 50 people, right? And then walk it back one more time. In three months, where do you need to be to be on track for your six-month goal? So then, and I love like quarterly goals, love it. Um, I set goal. I kind of reflect on this, refocus on this every quarter. And then I break it down, right? Can you tell that I like organization and systems? But it helps keep you focused. It helps you prioritize, right? So when you are not feeling motivated or when you're stuck with a decision, you have a 
crystal clear picture of, okay, is this in alignment with what I'm trying to do here? Right? So that's why this is so awesome. So you have your quarterly goal. You break it down into monthly focuses. And then based on your monthly focus, you break it down into weekly focuses. And to really like next level this, at the beginning, at the end of each week, you check in with yourself. At the beginning of the week, you say, okay, here's my focus this week. I write it in my planner. This is my focus. The end of the week, you know, maybe, and it doesn't have to be like Sunday, right? It can be like Friday night. Friday night, check in with yourself. Okay, this is what I, this is what went well this week. This is what I can improve on, right? We're not judging ourselves. We're, we're looking to, to grow and stay focused. So this is what I you know, wanted to accomplish this week. This is what I got done. This is what I, where I can improve. And this is what I'm going to take into the next week, right? So goals into focus or into your monthly focus, into your weekly focus, and then checking in beginning and end of the week. And again, like you do it, you're starting based on the big, like what, what you really want. Right. So then when you b- walk it back to it, it takes the big scary thing and makes it feasible. It makes it bite-sized. So kind of closing out here, the last piece of this is Again, it's all about helping you maintain focus and priority. Two things I like to do when I've done, after I've done all my reflection, done my dreaming, and I've done my plan, right? I know where I want to go. The last thing is to create an anchor. Hey there. So I think at this point we've established, I don't like going to the grocery store. But something else that's really important to me is eating sustainably, which is why I love Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods rescues food with minor imperfections from becoming food waste. And here's the thing, those imperfections do not affect quality. You can get everything from produce, organic meat, and dark chocolate, yes, my favorite, that's at a discounted price, but you're also doing something good for the world. You're helping cut down on greenhouse gases, and you're eating seasonal produce, which is beneficial for your health and our fields. So to get started with $10 off your first box, grab the link in the show notes and go over to Imperfect Foods. That's Imperfect Foods. Grab the link in the show notes for $10 off your first box. I have two anchors. I have a question and I have a word. So my word is essentially a single word I have to describe my goal for the year. It's, it applies, it's in alignment with actually everything I want to do in my life, right? All of the different, my, my business goals, my personal goals, especially like relationship stuff, right? Marriage stuff. It's all in alignment. So my word for this year is up level. My focus is taking what I have built so far and taking it to the next level in my business, in my marriage, you know, learning how to be a kick-ass wife, um, you know, finishing out my qual at my new job, right? So all these things, it's all in alignment. It's in different areas of my life, but it's one word to describe it all, up level. And I have it, and I keep looking right over here because I have it written on a post-it note on my desk. So I see it every day. It's caps, it's bolded, it's underlined. And then underneath it, I actually have 
my my big hairy scary goals. Okay. So first is na- name your year. Pick a word. Then this is this is the like the next level stuff. Pick a question. This is the question to ask yourself when you're feeling conflicted or unmotivated or, you know, lost. Right? When you, because again, we have seasons. Like, it's not like every day is like, "Ooh, I'm crushing it today," and the next day is like, "I'm crushing it even more today." <laughs> like, we we have ebbs and flows. This is the reality. Like, nobody's perfect. Don't look at Instagram, right? This, this is life. We have to have it. We have to have these anchors in place to reset us when life does get tough. So, this question should. Hit at the core of your why, why you want what you want. And when you are looking at the plan, when you're dreaming all these things, right? Asking yourself, why is this so important to me? For me, at the end of the day, my big why is I want to impact our community and and leave the military better than I found it. That is what drives my business is I want to heal the military. That's my huge why, right? So my goals are in alignment with my why. And my question for my anchor hits that point. So for me, my question to ask myself when I'm feeling unmotivated, when I'm feeling lost, when I'm feeling conflicted, you know, when I just don't want to do it anymore because it's hard today, right? Is, is this moving me towards my dream business? Because again, my big goals are very business focused, right? So is this moving me towards my dream business? For you, it could be, does this action serve my body, right? Does, will this action make me feel good? Like long-term, long-term feel good. You know, does this help me show up as the best version of me? Right. Those are kind of some examples of some questions. But I want you, when you ask yourself that, I want you to kind of it it hits it hits you, you know, in in the heart and the soul. Like, okay, it's kind of like your own personal like gut check um, to say, okay. I've asked myself this question. And if I'm being honest with myself, no, right? Like if you're, if it's six o'clock, closing down the laptop and you're like, okay, I could work out or I could watch the latest episode of blah, blah, blah. Then you can ask yourself, is binge watching a couple, a new season of ever going to make my body feel good? going to help me show up as the best version of myself, whatever it is, right? Going to move me to the the healthy body that I want, to be the person that I want, to have the identity that I want. And and again, it should it should it should kind of gut gut hit you and go, okay, I don't really want to go work out. Because also it's a myth that like healthy people want to work out all the time. They don't. It's a lie. Um but you know, you can say to yourself, I don't really want to work out, but the person I want to be 
makes working out a non-negotiable. So I'm going to go do it. Right. And focus on, you know, how you'll feel after all that good stuff too. If you ever want advice on on how to motivate yourself to work out uh, I, when you really don't want to, Sarah Gemmel just did a, a live on it, but I, I also have a, a live somewhere in, in the group on it as well. You can search for them. That is the end of, of the plan phase. Thank you all for you know participating. That shows your commitment to yourself, right? So carry that commitment through this year. Remember that you have worth, you matter, and the things that are important to you are also like it also matters. And at the end of the day, you putting in the work to grow and to learn and to show up as the best version of yourself is going to allow you to create more impact in the world around you. And I don't want you to ever minimize impact, right? Like if you showing up as a better version of yourself means that your family is happier or your soldiers are more successful, right? Jamie was talking about mentorship. You know, that impact is so important because those people go out and change other people's lives. So it's, I don't know, I love kind of thinking of the big picture of, of what, what little dominoes we can knock over when we work on ourselves. So great job. Happy New Year. And um, I will talk to you guys again soon. You've just finished another episode of the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. If you like the show, can you do me a favor? Go rate and review it. I would really appreciate it. And once you do, post a picture and tag at Ash McGee Coach so I can shout you out. Talk to you next week.